Welcome to the Shire Fit Podcast. We created this podcast to help you achieve your goals. I'm Jack Fletney, the founder of Shire Fit, and my aim is to give you the best fitness, business, and mindset advice so you can go and smash your goals. This week, we got the chance to sit down with Stuart Hacker, who is not only an amazing swimming coach, but also an amazing swimmer himself, completing different things like the English Channel Swim, the Infamous Channel Swim, uh, Lake Windermere Solo, uh, many other long-distance sea races. Uh, he has just opened his brand new business called SwimCube, which is based in Northamptonshire over at Brixworth Country Park. And you can find it at theswimcube.com on Facebook and on Instagram. And today we talk about swimming technique, some of his experiences of some of his longer distance swims, and some of his plans for how he's going to build his business and help as many people as possible learn how to swim effectively and efficiently. I've kind of accepted that, that, you know, for the time being what I need to do is get this this right so I'm my training I can get back into and hit hard but you know for the next month or so this this is everything to me this is like mm. my dream this place yeah yeah and it'll give you the avenue to go and do those things in the future as well yeah. so what's the, what's the Manhattan swim you're doing um so circumventing Manhattan basically okay so I'm half American so oh are you? I, did, I didn't realize channel. that okay. yeah my mum's American so I did the English channel and now I want to kind of complete the other half of me and do okay. the Manhattan swim. So and how far is the Manhattan swim? Uh, it's further than the channel, but because of the nature of the swim, it's kind of um, that you've got like the Hudson River and stuff, so you have more help. So it's further, but people tend to complete it faster than the English Channel. I can't remember the exact distance of the swim. Okay. Ridiculously oh, mate, far awesome. anyway. Well, thank you for jumping onto the, uh, onto the podcast with us, mate. Obviously, um, you've just spent the last half an hour dissecting all my swimming technique and, uh, and helping me yeah. out and going through loads I'm, and we'll put the videos up so you can see some of the changes as well but um, I could actually feel the change especially on that last set when we started to swim I could feel all those little things really make a difference and it felt like I just felt a little bit more powerful in the water yep. um, with less drag but before we even talk about that stuff obviously um, you've just set up your brand new business uh, which is called uh, we're called the Swim Cube and we're based over at Brixworth Country Park Amazing, and uh, it's such an awesome location. Obviously, looking over there at the reservoir, and um, and just it's just a perfect location with like loads and loads of parking. Obviously, lots of running routes, and in here you obviously set up so nice and freshly, um, and it looks really really smart, mate. I think you've nailed down Thank on, you. on sort of branding, everything that's got set up, and yeah, I'm really excited to sort of see you go ahead and get it growing and uh, and get more and more people involved, especially just because I think. The hardest thing, I suppose, the big difference from what you've got here is, what, what do you call the pool? What's the name of it you call it? It's an endless pool. So it's a high-performance endless pool. Yeah. Um, it'll, it'll go from, as you saw today when you were swimming slowly at the beginning, kind of uh, four minutes right down to kind of one minute per hundred pace. Mm. Um, but the, the real benefit of the pool is, is that we can, you get that visual element so you can see what you're doing. I can show you on the screen. And as, as you saw, you have a mirror beneath you. So you can, as you're swimming, also see and react to what I'm saying as a coach as you as you move through the session. Yeah, I think that's the biggest difference between that and having a coach at a pool or outdoors is the fact that you could, we can literally start, stop, start, stop and think, yeah. see things live. And you've literally in five minutes sent me a bunch of videos with everything yeah. can't outlining. I think from a, from a coaching point of view, the fact I'm always standing right next to you is helpful. If you think about a, a standard pool, I can speak to you at the end and then off you go and you come back and I speak to you a bit and then I send you off. Like you say, here I can I can bop you on the head. I can stop you. We can review what you're doing and and go straight away. Go again. You can make real um, fast improvements that way. I think. 
I agree. With, with swimming, I don't think a lot of people probably appreciate how technical it is and how much that of a big difference every small thing makes. Um, yeah. You were telling me earlier just about the different things you look at when you get a swimmer coming in, but what mm. order do you, are things you start to look at? Um, so in, in my head, what I'm all about is trying to simplify things. That there's a lot of um, noise, for want of the better word, in swimming because, as you say, it's such a technical sport. You can read all day about swimming technique and people's opinions, but my goal is to look at everyone as an individual and then, first of all, simplify things. So if I was going to really simplify it, I would say, first, we look at breathing. Everything starts from there. Then we look at body position and drag and where you are in the water and why. And then finally we can come on and once your body position and your breathing's nice and natural, we can really add that that powerful propulsive element to the to the stroke, which really then obviously gets you flying. Um, that's that's the idea. Um, each aspect then, so breathing, are you looking at just making someone relax in the water and not want to panic or getting a nice breathing rhythm as they go along? Yeah, again, I think that depends on, on the swimmer. With some people, there is this we evolved not to be in water we're sort of we're land uh, mammals so with some people it's panic with other people that swim regularly um if you think about a graph where at the top you have lungs completely full and at the bottom lungs completely empty much like in every other sport that you do be it running cycling lifting weights you're trying to get your breathing natural that's the key and it's in the middle of that graph not emptying and filling our lungs all the time if you did that when you were running, you, you'd probably faint um, yeah. pretty quickly. And it's the same in swimming. We want it to be natural. Which I think is really tough. And I, I know I had to think about it all the time when I'm swimming. And yeah. we've, got a lot, we've got a lot of our members that swim. And I've been swimming with them before. And one of the biggest things is them getting out of rhythm with their breathing. And it makes them feel really uncomfortable. And yeah. it happens to me when I get tired. You see, if you go to a pool at the gym, you, you often see people that have come down doing all the, the weightlifting and land sports that I should do more of and, and don't. They'll come down to the pool, they'll be out of breath after two lengths, and they'll say to me, it's because I haven't got swim fitness, and, and actually it's because they're holding their breath, it's simple. And just losing yeah. that breathing rhythm, yeah, yeah, that makes complete sense. And then after, after breathing, the next stage, you'll start to break down. So then, it's, then we look at um, body position. There's many factors that can affect your body position in swimming. The first is your head. Um, you should be looking straight down in swimming, just simply like a seesaw. We're trying to reduce drag and, and move through the water like a fish. So head position, what's going on at the back end of your stroke with your kick. And then, as I explained to you earlier on, we were talking about forces in the water. So when we're in water, we have the scope to move water sideways, up, down. All of those movements impact your body position and your propulsion or lack of um, so to, to think of it simply, you want to get water from in front of you and move it backwards. That's how we move forwards. If you push water down, then yeah, that's also going to contribute to dropping your legs and creating all this drag. So once we get rid of drag, you're already moving faster. Yeah. Um, so that's why it would definitely come second. And that's exactly what I was doing at the start, wasn't it? I was yeah. swimming swim at that angle and just the water just hit my body, wasn't it, as I was going forward? Yeah, we saw on this, just on the second video, just from moving your head down, your body came up. Um, yeah just with that and as soon as you stop wearing drag shorts your, your body will <laughs> come was, up even I was more just, I was just trying to look cool for you that was all <laughs> <laughs> I know that was class well how did you how did you first get into swimming and doing this and starting to teach it what was your like sort of journey through swimming so I uh, I swam competitively as a kid actually I'm, I'm from Wellingborough so I swam at Wellingborough Swim Club um, as a boy 
I continued to do that until I discovered other stuff in life that was that was that was more interesting to me, like girls and pubs and all that sort of stuff. Um, I then shamefully probably spent the best part of 15, 20 years um, with an ingrown couch, literally um, not using my swimming, not really doing any sport, getting very unfit, uh, which is, a, I guess, a common story. Maybe seven years ago, I've got two children, I've got two little girls. Um, they're 10 and 12 now. Um, I was unfit. I wanted to be able to do stuff with them. So it's this sort of rebirth in swimming for me started with picking up my swimming again to show the girls that you can do you can do anything um so i started swimming i discovered open water which that's really where my passion lies i absolutely adore the solitude and the it's wonderful to swim out out in the open be it lakes rivers the sea i have a kind of obsessive and addictive personality so it's one thing after another um one i was already good at swimming that's a nice place to start for me uh, i did a mile um great north swim years ago then I did two and a half, then five, then 10K, then 14. Then I swam the length of Windermere. As you, you can see, the obsessive part coming out here. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Uh, how, long's, how far is Windermere? Windermere is 10 and a half miles. I thought it was, yeah. yeah. Um, then I swam in the job that I was doing in pharmaceuticals for the last sort of decade. I got a lot of chance to travel and I was able to build my swimming into travel and meet amazing people all over the world. So I swam the Sea of Galilee in Israel. Um, which is probably my favorite ever swim because of the adventure around it. Uh, and finally, in August last year, I swam the English Channel, which was, I think, for someone as obsessive about swimming as me, it had to be done. It's always on the on that bucket list of swims that you need to do. And now I've set up this business because, one, as you can hopefully hear, I, I love it. And two, I'm I'm fascinated by the mechanics of how people swim it's it's extremely rewarding for me to be able to improve and help people to get whatever their goal it might be that they want to get faster because they race it might be because they just want to do their recreational swimming every day and they want to do that with more um more efficiency they want to just get better um or it might be that it's just for a fitness thing it's good for their joints it's it's great for them to keep fit so we take yeah. all sorts no I agree and, I, and and yeah just from I think we were in there for about 20-30 minutes and yeah. yeah I could feel the we saw the speed difference I think you I know you dropped it at the end to sort of make, test me out a little bit on speed but I think we dropped it by about 20 odd seconds from the start yeah I mean that's yeah and you can do that and you can do that in that session and what I'm all about is really trying to help people to to sense check and progress and do that slowly I mean I can make you faster there but now you've got to go away it's a great pool it's not magic water though Damn. So that that effort's effort still still gonna have yeah, to be there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> going there with false expectations in a minute. I want to go yeah. swim again. But yeah, I think you're right. It's just about to, it's a little bit like we do at the gym. So we teach we teach people how to move properly, and then we want them to get more and more time of doing that, so it makes it feel more and more natural, and yep. they don't have to think about it. And I suppose it's the same here of making people swim and do do it well naturally. Yeah, absolutely. And because um, swimming is a kind of full body motion a coordination if you like sometimes we have to bring you back to some of those basic elements and ingrain them so that they become natural to you and then build back on um to to, to fix issues sometimes i don't like to use the word issues actually but i'm sure you understand what i mean by yeah. that yeah no, that makes sense so uh, when you're doing your swimming I, I know that is wind, Windermere is like a test isn't it to see if you if you can do Windermere then you're moving closer to be able to do the channel is that the I think unfortunately route? yeah when you when you finish Windermere you kind of 
if you're anything like me or if you're an endurance athlete at all then it's that what next what's next yeah you know and then what was the channel swim like how did you sort of prepare for it and uh so the 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 channel swim what was it like um it it was tough as you can imagine that's why you do it preparation is everything i my take on it is that you train really hard. I mean, I was down in the sea, down at Bournemouth and down at Dover on a regular basis doing six, seven hour training swims through the summer leading up. Um, but I would say the toughest part of the English Channel is the mental part of it. Swimming can be a lonely sport when you're in the middle of the English Channel and you can't see England and you can't see France. It gets dark. You can't really hear anyone. You're seeing on the boat your crew. They're there. They're there supporting you, but you can't hear them. It's like watching a, a kind of silhouette show. Um, so you, I think people often neglect that mental side of, of marathon swimming and, and I tried not to. I tried to embrace all the ideas of, the way I put it to you is if you drive home from work, if you've ever driven home and thought, I cannot remember a single thing about that journey yeah, because it's just yeah. autopilot. And that is like, that's where you want to get if you're going to swim for 12, 13 hours. You, you want to get into a rhythm where it's just happening. Um, unfortunately jellyfish and people throwing bottles of powdered drinks that you get in the way of that but I tried to teach myself to find that state of mind where I was really just performing something without having to think mm. um, and yeah that when you eventually get to France when the water gets really warm because it gets shallow um, there's no better feeling in the world than that it's a real it's a huge achievement and yeah I, I I couldn't wait to get back to the boat. They actually made me swim back to the boat. Normally they take a, <laughs> they actually, they normally just take a dinghy in, but in my uh, case, I was standing on the beach celebrating and then and just I realized that. Like, Come on, we need to get home. To <laughs> I love that, mate. How, how long were you swimming for? 13 hours and six yeah. minutes. That's right, because I think sp you, we've talked about some different physical challenges before that we've done, but people really struggle sometimes to quantify that that is when they think just from the channel they don't appreciate like 13 hours just continuous swimming non-stop you know what people said to me um afterwards is that they'd obviously seen all the silly training that i did they they think i'm crazy anyway um but what they noticed on the day of the swim is that they'd got up and some and they'd said oh Stu started his swim then they've had breakfast and gone to work they checked in a bit later maybe after lunch Stu's still swimming they came home from work they made dinner they ate you still swimming it kind of i think it it clicked that this is a really long time to be doing something like swimming so yeah, it, it is really it's a bit yeah. stupid isn't it and is it mate it's a huge achievement isn't it <laughs> and then well manhattan next year then by the sounds of it once you obviously continue to grow the business yeah as i said i'm, I'm half american so i kind of want to do this complete the set to yeah. do the england france swim and then manhattan and if my wife's probably not listening, so I'm sure there'll be some of them. <laughs> I'm sure she'll <laughs> some find out somehow. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so you've lit you've been open nearly a week now, haven't you? This uh, this new location. One whole week, nearly. Yeah. Have you enjoyed the first week? And I've I've had the best week. Um, I've enjoyed every single session I've had with people. And the the reason I set this up is because this has not worked to me, and not a single day this week has felt anything like work. It's so rewarding. Um, very proud of the place so anyone that's listening that wants to come and, and chat swimming or take a look around give me a shout I'd love to hear from you we well, literally come in it's the Bricksworth entrance isn't it so they come in and literally it's right here isn't it when they come when they come down yep. follow the signs off the roundabout for the country park some of you will know the bike shop and the cafe that are here I'm literally 
the first building you come to when you drive into the park. You can't miss it. Big swim keep sign on there. Yeah, it looks side. good, mate, doesn't it? It looks good. Like I said the location and everything you've set up is fantastic and it's going to be really exciting to see more and more people come and get involved there is nothing like this around here for people to people to do. And obviously once we saw it, it was the first thing we want to do is get down and come and have a little look and get involved. Yeah, it's been, it's been I've enjoyed it. But we'll, we'll, I'm sure we're, we're going to organise future sessions. I'm sure we'll end up jumping on another on another podcast, probably delve into technique a little bit more. But if you were going to give someone like sort of a like a central tip, if they're if they're if they're starting to swim now or they've been swimming for a while, to sort of concentrate on, is there anything you'd say to someone as a bit of a takeaway? Um, yeah, be natural. So uh, we talked earlier on about that kind of progressive order of swimming. So it really depends on the individual and how much swimming they do, but. If I was going to give you some real basic, um, there are truths in swimming like there are in golf and any other sport. Um, I would say breathe naturally, as we spoke about earlier on. Don't hold your breath. Um, there should never be any breath hold in swimming like in any other sport. And keep your head down. Yeah, My man. last tip actually would be don't wear um, drag shorts like that <laughs> yeah. because Which that will contribute to a poor well, I didn't realise how much of a difference that would make until you said, yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to go out and uh, yeah, get some decent shorts then. Yeah, get some jammers. That's my, my final tip for you. Get some jammers or a swimsuit and uh, yeah, lose the parachute. Oh, mate, that's awesome. No, thank you very much for jumping on the podcast, mate. Thank my you pleasure. Much. Nice to meet you. That's class.